So I've been spending the last two weeks, right, playing Yakuza non-stop. Dame, dame, dame. Oh my gosh. Uh, That's the only thing I know about Yakuza. <laughs> you never fail to disappoint me, eh? But, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. The memes, you know, like, so, so many memes. Um, like, do you know what it's about? Uh, I, I mean, I vaguely know. I mean, it's, it's about Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I vaguely know. Like, the main story is just you control, like, two protagonists and you go around, like, beating people up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, the rest of the game, right, you have about, like, four dozen different mini-games to play. One of them including karaoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's where the song comes from, right, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And oh yeah, all the songs in that game, right, are all original compositions by the developers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they are like the most karaoke-like songs you, you are ever going to hear, you know? You go and like open up a tab now, right? You go and type in YouTube, 24 Hours Cinderella. <laughs> okay. 24 Cinderella. <laughs> I hate this! Oh my god, it's so annoying. Why the hell does this sound like some like 80s pop ass? <laughs> oh, so the game Yakuza 0 is set in 1988. Mmm, that's why. Okay, yeah. okay, so, okay. So the developers really had to go and like backdate this uh, composition to make sure it sounded like <laughs> something from that time. Yeah, I mean, which makes sense because that's the time where the Yakuza were, I guess, like the strongest, right? Like before the bubble, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you walk around in game, right, you are basically walking around like 1980s Kabukicho and Totombori. Mm-hmm. It's surprising like how little has changed in terms of what the place looks like overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that like you're missing a, a few things like a huge movie theater. <laughs> with a Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, no Godzilla at the time. Uh, and like, some of the buildings are more run down. But other than that, it's this really, really immersive experience where you just, you know, like walk or run through and you eavesdrop on people just uh, doing about their own thing. You get all these touts from the restaurants like harassing you, uh, wanting to drag <laughs> you into their, their bar and get you drunk and then so they can steal your wallet. <laughs> That's really interesting. So, like, I was actually um, listening to this audiobook. Um, it's based off a real book, and it's called Tokyo Vice. And it's basically by, like, uh-huh. literally, like, the most successful white gaijin in Japan. <laughs> like, wait, wait, he's, is like... It Jake the... Edelstein or something yes! like that? <laughs> like, he's, like, the only guy who, like, somehow, like, got his ass into Yoimori Shimbun. Like, how and why and whatever. But, yeah, so he made, he wrote this book. And I think there's also going to be a TV show on it, if I'm not wrong. I didn't finish the book because it was like nine hours long, but it was really interesting. Like, I really, and so he, one of his big things was that, like, the reason why he's so paranoid and, like, kind of ruined his life is because he was trying to rat out one of the Yakuza, right? And then the Yakuza was just trying to get him killed and stuff like that. And, like, he had to talk, he talked, he told, like, stories about, like, how he had to hire a bodyguard who was ex Yakuza. And, like, the bodyguard had, to, had his own stories about, like, you know, disposing of bodies and all of that. And yo, it's, like, wild. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but 
why would they not look at him with suspicion if he wanted to like get involved with like the local crime scene? Well, I mean, I guess because he just comes off as like the weird guy, Jin. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what to expect, right? He's not the police. He's not you know your normal like Japanese Ojisan journalist. Like he's just like weird white guy, Jin. I'm sure like if you're a yakuza person and like suddenly like you know you hear about this white guy, Jin, like you kind of be you you'll be curious, right? You know. And then if the guy just suddenly comes to talk to like finally comes to talk to you, right? You'll be like, ah, you know, you're Jake's son. You know, I've heard about you, you know? I feel like that's maybe how he got away with it. Like, he literally played the gaijin card in that sense. <laughs> it's very strange because, like, you start to wonder where on earth, what kind of benefit would this guy be providing to them? Like, is it some sort of, like, monetary benefit? Is he, like, helping them, like, you know, get some contracts or giving them leads on some project? Yeah, I think basically he's like, he does give them information. Like, they basically like information trade. So, like, if he knows stuff, like, he's heard, like, oh, like the police is sweeping this area, or like, you know, he knows, like, oh, this Yakuza, like, uh, they're going to have a fight or something. I guess he uses that. Uh, but I think he also becomes their friend, right? It's kind of part of, like, what he talks about. And, like, even, like, he's done things like sleep with some, like, Yakuza's girlfriend for, like, information and shit like that. Oh, that. That, yeah, that's so It's weird. really intense. I know, it's really intense. I'm like, he's a weirdo. Like, he's a major weirdo. <laughs> but like, it's still kind of intense. I mean, he's quite legit because of the fact that he was li- He was really at the Yoimori Shimbun and there was really a Yakuza who was like, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I read some subreddits and they are quite skeptical about his entire re- account. It sounds very much like a fantasy novel that someone would write. Mm, mm-hmm. But it's not verifiable. Nobody's going to say whether he's telling the truth or not. But, Mm. I mean, if it sells, it sells. I don't think I'll ever read it. As in, like, so I borrowed it for free, right? (laughs) So I would recommend it if you can get it for free. Because it's actually, like, really interesting. And, I mean, to me, it just seems like I'm sure that something's overblown. And he's, like, definitely a weirdo. Like, 100%, like, super weird guy, Jim. Like, if I saw him in a bar, I would avoid him. (laughs) (laughs) But... I think he definitely has his credentials because there are literally like news articles about this. There are news articles in Japanese about mm-hmm. this. And he was yeah. at Yomori for like like 10 years, you know, before he left. That's like half a year in Japan career time, but you know. But I mean, you know, for a gaijin, come on, you know, like, yeah. and to even get into the Yomori in the first place. And like, he was apparently quite legit because there were even other Japanese journalists that like, you know, did like basically like kind of back him up. They were like, uh, yeah, like, Jake Sun's known to be crazy, you know, like, Jake Sun gets the scoops, and he has written, like, you know, you can actually read his articles online on Yormory. You know, like, on one hand, I'm, I'm sure, obviously, he tries to grammarize things, like, or, you know, he probably is weird, right? He probably has a weird way of looking at things and has his own, like, rose-tinted lens in that sense. Mm. Yeah. And I think he definitely is trying to play the role of, like, you know, this, like, badass detective, like, detective guy. Apparently, like, he literally only wears, like, one type of hat. <laughs> uh, apparently okay. so like obviously like cosplaying right to some extent but yeah. I think it's also the base of his stories are like I think are for the most part like there is something there you know like it's not just full of it's not just 100% bullshit it's like maybe like 50% bullshit and 50% like you know legit he doesn't break character until the DVD commentary yes <laughs> yeah but I- I'm not sure if he if it's him or it's actually the culture of the company that he was working at, uh, Yomiuri, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not Yomiuri in particular, but, you know, some Japanese journalists, they really go all the way to go and, like, investigate certain things. 
Like, mm-hmm. which is why you see, like, especially in the Central Asian and or Middle Eastern war zones, right? You always see like like Japanese journalists uh die. Yeah. Yeah. Either they get bombed or like they get kidnapped or something because they really go and go all the way to put themselves out there. I don't think anyone from like SPH or MediaCorp is gonna do that, but. <laughs> because like there is no, I mean, it's about pride, right? You know, it's about pride and it's about responsibility. I don't think like most Singaporean journalists have like have a strong sense of either. <laughs> Under like how many journalists do you need to have, right, that you can get mm-hmm. people so many like standard deviations off their wing to do this kind of thing? I mean, yeah, exactly. Because like, look, if you're like reporting on a war zone or you're reporting about like you know like crime, like actual people's lives are at stake, like you put more of yourself into it, right? Rather than Singapore and you're reporting on like what the PAP said and... Then you would think that some of these criminal organizations would have like a... a not a PR department, but like a, a department to pay attention to the media and make sure that none of these journalists are coming anywhere close to them. Recognize the names and the faces. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think I think there's definitely like... You know, that happens, but you know, you just can't be... Like you can't watch everything 100% of the time. So things slip through, I guess. Actually, one of the side quests in Yakuza is literally a journalist that like tries to find out more about the Yakuza. So like mm-hmm. he will, he'll, he'll tell you that, hey, you know, like there's this bar here and like if this person uh, comes in and orders a whiskey and water, right, it means he wants to buy a gun. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to try it. And then you have to save his ass after he gets beaten up because they find out he's a journalist. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, why aren't you a bad person also? I mean, you know, there are many of these kind of gangs around and then, like, so you belong to like one family and like the rest of them are like maybe they're another family or they're just like their own independent like crime organizations that are like non-Yakuza. Mm. Yeah, so they don't, they, maybe they don't have tattoos or something. You know, all that like mm. biker gangs. But they still commit crime and they still, you know, draw their income from uh... Uh, unorthodox means <laughs> unorthodox means that makes sense <laughs> yeah I, I want to play it like I think I mean I, there are a lot of games I want to play but it's on the list it's on the list I'll definitely try it out I, I highly recommend the one I'm playing Yakuza 0 mm-hmm. yeah so it, it works as a sort of prequel and like I said the the fact that it's like kind of a period piece it adds so much to the, the environment I mean, it's such a rich game, it, not just through the main story, but also through the sub-stories, which where you go around and then you just talk to all the people around town, right? And then you help mm-hmm. them with their so-called like, like menial quests. Mm-hmm. But these quests are very representative of a lot of the social problems that Japan faces, that Japanese people face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's one where, you know, someone's daughter gets caught in a cult. Like, you know about cults in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah of course. I, dude, I have the freaking uh, Jehovah Witnesses knocking at my door every other day. <laughs> I mean, Jehovah Witnesses are vanilla compared to like, all these. Yeah, that's true. Like, ha- like creepy, like, like happy science and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, then you have people who are like trying to locate like missing children or parents. And, you know, these are... are just strange occurrences, you know, like many, many people um, like lose contact with their children when they go to big cities. Many people, especially in the, the bubble era of Japan, they 
their parents got like heavily into debt because they tried to flip real estate. Like, you know the real estate market in Japan in like 1980 was like worth more than the real estate market of the US, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's before the bubble burst, obviously. Uh, li- literally, that was the bubble. Lah, but So you go around and then like, your character is actually fairly ignorant because he's like neck deep in the Yakuza, right? But mm-hmm. so all these problems that the side characters are facing, right, are so alien to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, it's like everyday problems are everyday worries, which is quite an interesting juxtaposition. Well, I mean, they're people too, right? <laughs> in the end. <laughs> in the end, you know, people are people. Well, if not, the main story is pretty much six-hour Hong Kong crime drama. As in Hong Kong-style crime drama, you know. Mm. A lot of action, some guns. One hilarious thing is that both the characters you play, Majima and Kiryu, in canon, they are supposed to not have killed anybody. But then you do things like toss people off buildings, <laughs> shoot people in the shoulder or thighs with guns. It's the thigh, so they won't die. No, the thigh has like the biggest artery in your <laughs> your body, right? So once you, I know. I'm just saying what they would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a flesh wound. Yeah, it is a flesh wound. It's fine. They'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, but when I went to check out the series, right? I'm surprised at how many Yakuza games there are. Yeah, they're like lots. I see my friend and she's like posting about like seven. I'm like, huh? There's seven Yakuza games? So there's zero to seven, which makes eight, right? And then there's mm-hmm. two remakes Yakuza of Yakuza 1 and Yakuza 2. So there's at least 10 of them. Oh my God, it's like Final Fantasy. <laughs> That's quite funny. And it's, I mean, it's just one concept, right? Like, you know, you would think like how different can it get? But I guess the appeal is broad enough. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, la, I play, la, I play. La, yeah, I just, play. just play. The memes come quite early. article about how um, this sushi restaurant in Taiwan basically ran a promotion where any customer whose identity card contained kuei or like salmon would be entitled to all you can eat sushi meal and so tons of young people want to change their names and now like the Taiwan bureaucracy is like please don't change your names it's so much paperwork <laughs> Just for you guys to eat free salmon. <laughs> Must be cheap to change your name then. <laughs> you can change it up to three times apparently. Hmm. Yeah, it might even be free for maybe it's like $10 or some shit. <laughs> so this person is like, I changed my name to this morning to add the characters like Pao Cheng Gui Yu or something like that. And we ate already more than 7,000 Taiwanese dollars worth of sushi. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Crazy shit. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, updates. But then there's another news article that you can see. Um, Singapore's apparently quite high up the list for travel bubble locations for Taiwan, which means two way travel between Singapore and Taiwan. Wow, I mean, for not relevant to me. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I mean, you're basically in Taiwan on steroids, lah. But <laughs> kind of. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> do you want to try to record the animal thing? Yeah, sure. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so we are gathered here today to find out: <laughs> Can you beat an animal one on one? So, last week I saw a tweet that was going around saying. If you ever want to kill an owl with a guy, ask him what animals he thinks he could take in a fight. And then I don't know why the first person I thought I'll send it to was you. Yeah, I don't even know why. Yeah, I was like, why did you send that to me? But also, I'm interested. <laughs> Tell me more. Like you know, we humans have have evolved through like I don't know a couple of million years, and we have an interesting set of stats. Yeah, so with the、Ooh. knowledge we have, right? Like, can we beat? The rest of the animals on Earth and、uh, establish our place as the apex predator.、Uh, do we deserve that title? You need to prove it.、Mm. Actually, okay, wait, sorry, side, just a like a weird segue, but basically, this is anime called Doctor Stone. No, you watched、that? it. So Doctor Stone, it's actually really interesting. It's like mildly relevant. So、uh, basically, in the story, what happens is that the whole population of the Earth. Right in our current like time, it's like basically set in our current time, right? But the whole population, somehow for some reason, right, we don't know what yet, why yet, gets turned into stone. All the humans. So everyone gets freaking turned into stone. All the humans, yes, animals are fine, except birds for some reason. But anyway, so all the humans are turned into stone, and then there's this one guy, the main character, who is a scientist. Like he's a kid, but he like loves science, and he's like really genius. He escapes. And then he manages to somehow find a way to create this small little solution to、okay. unfreeze some people, right? One of the guys he unfreezes is a really strong, huge, like、yeah. kind of brutal guy, and they basically have a clash because this guy, this new guy that just got revived, he like wants to restart humanity. He wants to kill all the old people who've been、uh-huh. in power, right? And only let the young people rule and、okay. change the world. Sure, that's not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whereas the main character Sanku, he、okay. believes in science, so he wants to use technology and his knowledge of technology, right? Despite the fact that they're in the Stone Age right now, to rebuild civilization. So one is like go back to monkey, and one is like you know, entire <laughs> civilization. <laughs> Always return to monkey. Always return to monkey. <laughs> return to monkey. So that's what this kind of taught me. About in the sense that you know, in this case, we will be in the other guy, guys in Sukasa. We'll be in Sukasa's realm, right? Assuming that we are servants of Sukasa civilization, and we have to freaking fight animals to、yeah. establish our dominance.、Yeah. <laughs> Having that context in mind, <laughs> I mentioned this in the previous episode, but I was listening to an audio book, *Sapiens* by Yuval Noah Harari, and it talks about like how us Homo sapiens, right? We weren't the only human species on Earth, right? You have Uh, Homo erectus,、mm. slightly east of Africa, and then you have like Neanderthals that were based around like northern Africa and Europe. Yeah, yeah, and we basically killed、mm. all of them. Yeah, monkey. <laughs> no, but like they are more monkey, right? So, um, Europeans have slightly more Neanderthal DNA than like Africans or Asians. So they are hairier and they are、mm. they are slightly larger. Anyway. The whole power of the whole power is in our ability to form tribes and then like have a common belief. Usually, it's a fictional belief, lah. 
it could be you know like religion <laughs> or it could be like um an idealized society which is all fictional right it's all in our heads mm. but because of that then we are able mm. to like come together and then like make plans and then like destroy the enemy basically we can strategize and have economies yeah, yeah, of yeah. scale but today uh, we will not be able to team up <laughs> and strategize because we are going to fight animals one on one enemy style <laughs> So this is how it's going to work. Okay, one of us will name an animal and then the other person has to describe like how they would subdue or kill it in a duel. So it's, it's one-on-one, one, no interference from mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the person who gives the animal name will comment and then the two of us will have to agree on whether, you know, that person can beat an animal, the animal that we named. Yes, very good. And we need to go through our stats first also, right? So would you like to pitch yourself? All right. Um, <laughs> so, I am one point seven. I mean, technically one sixty nine. I like to round up. Ooh, right? nice. One point <laughs> seven meters tall. I range between like fifty six to like sixty kg. Right. I'll probably eat more for this fight. <laughs> a little bit more. So I would say like I'm like normal build, maybe like a little bit to the skinnier side, I guess. Uh, but I'm mostly athletic, so I've done sports all my life. Uh, very, very ungraceful, but mostly quite agile. I would say like agility and speed is definitely one of my skills. <laughs> like you know, in like stats, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like intelligence. Whatever. Okay, my okay. speed, my speed is quite high. <laughs> my strength is okay. I think I'm fairly strong for someone my build, but I'm still built like that. Like I'm not. I have very little mm-hmm. upper body strength. I okay. cannot do a pull-up to save my life. But I have good lower body strength, so I can do pistol squats. Oh, man. No problem. <laughs> so I did ping pong for 10 years of my life. Uh, I did some ball sports. And also, I am a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. I don't know how useful that is with animals because I don't really want to grapple animals. <laughs> but if it comes to it, right, I, can, I could pass. I don't know what a choke, like, depending on an animal. You can choke a, the chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can, with my hands, I guess. I'm just thinking, like, can I like rear naked choke? What animals can I rear naked choke? But anyway, <laughs> anyone with a prominent neck, maybe. Um, maybe I have a strength against. And then intelligence-wise, I I wouldn't say like I'm a super great strategist. I think I have good intuition, right? So I'm probably like good at like dodging stuff, and I'm probably good at like, you know, like quick reactions. But I'm not really like a long-term player. So, you know, I'm not like an evil genius by any means. So that's kind of average, I would say. So let me say, I hit the strength, agility, dexterity, uh, intelligence. What else? Magic? I don't know magic. You are the magic. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, RPG character. I am the magic. I can be very loud, so I could scream to distract animals. That's also a potential skill. But I'm not, I don't have a musical voice to charm them in any way. <laughs> and I'm not good at being sneaky because I'm ungraceful, as I mentioned. Yeah, so my sneak attack points are low. Uh, and I think that's about it, I guess. What else is there? What else might be relevant? Fighting profile. <laughs> so for me, I'm 1.73 meters tall, about 52, 53 kilos. Yeah, so, skinny yeah, boy. Skinny boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not that fast. I think I could probably run like 100 meters in like 13.5 seconds which is probably average. But maybe I can clutch something faster, you know. Yeah, I would say uh, I have burst strength, but not, but I won't be able to sustain it over a long period of time. 
probably like five minutes met in strenuous combat. Yes, uh, uh, okay, I am armed with a couple of martial arts, uh, some taekwondo. If you give me a sword, I guess I can try to use kendo. I can do some basic kickboxing. Actually, I'm not really sure how effective that would be against animals. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the thing. It's like I can kick, like I've done Muay Thai classes before, but and I can punch, but I mean, I wouldn't punch an animal. I don't think that's partic- particularly useful. I think kicks can be useful. Uh, I mean, it's quite dangerous though, because like if you lose your footing and then like like that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, actually, on that on that point of like stamina, it's true for me. I also am a burst character. <laughs> I do recover fast, but I need to recover because like so like for example for jujitsu. So usually after class, yep. I mean, so we do technique burst, and then we have like five rounds of rolling, and each ro- each rolling round is five minutes. So like on a good day, I can do all five rounds but i have to take like 30 seconds to 45 seconds in between on a bad day i can do like four rounds and i'm like i might win there. i only like doing hiit also because like i hate the idea of you know like running for a sustained amount of time like 25 minutes like oh like that, that's that's hell like i'd rather do like 40 minutes hiit than 25 minutes run yeah no same same i'm trying to get myself to run i'm trying to build up my stamina because i think stamina is something good to have you know <laughs> In this context as well, but yes. yes. So <laughs> yes. Okay. Anything else on your stats? Sorry. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned sneakiness because, like, I can be very, very sneaky. I can walk around with like no sound whatsoever, mm. so I can get a drop of the animal. Mm. Yeah. Surprise, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you are like yeah. You can be like you know blend in the background. I think I'm very bad at that, unfortunately. I don't think I'll be able to like uh, straight up like grapple an animal. So most likely, I'll have to try to get into mm. like um some sort of like advantageous position, and stay and stay safe. But unfortunately, I don't have that knowledge. Yeah, I I only have the knowledge of like one shot, one kill. Yeah, I mean the thing is that like sure like but also animals tend to have claws, <laughs> and that's like yeah. So normal grappling would not work. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the, the the other thing is like I think both of us like have different like endurances, right? Like I don't have like. Mm very high pain tolerance but i think i could I, i'm used to like taking hits so i think i could get by just on adrenaline alone so as long as as long as the animal dies before i die like we good yeah i think i would say i have like moderate to maybe slightly above average pain tolerance because so i'm a female and i have these massive cramps yep. that's like when i was younger like period cramps and yo that shit was mad <laughs> painful <laughs> and i like i mean like i like i like you know survived it so i feel like that has actually increased my pain tolerance somewhat but still right i mean if i get punched i will get winded right so like like when i face like a hard impact like if it's hard enough i will get winded for a bit so average to slightly above average but yeah, preferably, I mean, my plan if I was to fight was to try not to get <laughs> take any damage at all. <laughs> like, yeah. lots of dodging. I don't think we have health bars. We just have like the, the hearts, you know. You just, you just like, like brush against the fur, right? It's like, tick, one heart gone. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, that, definitely. That's exactly what I mean. Like, for me, it's definitely not much of a health bar. You know, if I kind of like, one hit really barely, boom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's like, that's okay, like okay. a lot gone. Okay, but yeah, I guess that's, that's about it for our set. Okay, yep. So, we'll go one animal at a time each. I told you to prepare three animals, right? Yeah, easy. 
normal and yabai. Abunai, dangerous. It, and it has to be within the within the limits of like being able to fight, right? Or was it because I had I so I put like two types. I put like one that I think you can fight, but and I put one like ridiculous like, like you it'll kill it'll kill you. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have uh three animals and then we're gonna have like a final boss. And we if we both decide that neither of us can kill the final boss, right? We'll try to think about how we can take it down together. Okay, good, good, good. Because I think I have, I have a boss that's like, it's pretty boss, I think. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel we, like it's pretty boss. You can say your final boss like at the end also, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. So, so let's just get this show on the road, okay? So for your first animal, I will give you a rooster. Oh, cute. Easy. Stoke <laughs> it. Hey, no, there was like someone who in India who like died after his rooster like decided to kill him. What the fuck? How? You just pack Roosters are dinosaurs. They are like literally the genetic descendants of dinosaurs. I mean, they are fucking weird, right? You know, they can pack in and fly a little bit. But so their main weapons are what? The beak and the tail. The tail, right, which is very small. And then the yeah, yeah the claws, yeah. right? But it's so small. So what? I guess if I was to, I, I think I can defeat it. No wait, man. So I let it fly. And kind Roosters of, are huge. So, okay. Wait, can I bring a weapon? Okay, so okay for this first round, right? Okay, yeah. you are allowed to bring a weapon, but it has to be something from your office. That's fine. Okay. So what are you gonna bring? So I'm gonna br- okay. I work in an alcohol, so I'm gonna bring a fucking alcohol bottle. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna smash it and use it as a sword, and then I basically will kill it because it just flies towards me. I dodge, right? I step back and I just take the bottle and I whack its head. <laughs> Can you get a clean hit though? Because like it's if it moves around. I will have to try a few times. But okay. I think that I trust in my abilities to backstep, you know, because it's coming it's flying towards me like back, 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 right? It flies, but kind it's hard for him to fly like kinda of diagonally, right? So as long as I backstep strategically, like I kinda, of, you know, back to the side, back to the side, back to the side. As it comes okay. to me, hopefully if I can get it to the side, I'll try to whack its butt. Right? If cannot I try to whack okay. the face. Yeah. Either way, I think with a bottle. I can definitely hold it out and like shoo it and keep it away from me until I get myself in a good enough position and then I jab it. Right, and right. Yeah, and I'll smash it from the top. Oh yeah, I forgot to set the stage for this uh, entire like 1v1 scenario. Yeah, so it's, you both start at the opposite end of a football field mm. and you both see each other and you both recognize that the other person is a threat. You're not allowed to leave the stadium. Okay. And you have one day to defeat the animal. Well, as in like the only thing, right, is that yeah. if it's very, yeah, it's very far. <laughs> so I have to chase a freaking chicken. So I hope the chicken chases me. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if like chickens have any like predatory instincts, but yeah, the chicken will recognize you as a threat and may mm. fight or fly. La. Yeah. So hopefully it doesn't fly away too much. I'll basically try to just walk slowly to it. Okay, so my plan is that I'll just slowly walk to it. Like, I won't make any sudden moves, so I just walk, walk, okay. walk, walk, until I trigger a response, right? Yep. Like, yeah, and if it flies, I try to corner it a lot, like, because it's a, it's a close field, it's a close field, right, I mean, I assume. Yeah, you can't leave the stadium, so. Yeah, yeah so, so I'll have to try to corner it eventually, like, you know, like, maybe just to scare it and try to yeah, corner yeah. it, then I use my bottle, and if it's flying away, it's not going to be a problem, because it's basically just going to be freaked out, so I should be able to get first mover advantage. Okay, okay, I agree. Although... If I were you, I would try to like sh- just grab it with like one arm, one hand. 
it's a bit more dangerous because like you are you can then get slashed. Yeah, they might can scratch you. Right? That's the only problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that should be fine. I mean, the glass bottle is also a bit of a shield. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I might I might if it gets close enough, but preferably I just want to whack it from the top because the chickens their eyes are on the side, no, so they can't really see things from the top. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I. <laughs> I didn't really think of that, but okay, good point, good yeah, point. Yeah, like, like vision, yeah, you know, limited vision, like blind spot, right? So that's what I would try lah. Yeah, okay, maybe sure. it like flies up and I hold the bottle and just flies up and works his head. Then I jam it out. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh, okay. I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't sound so happy killing chickens. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> chickens chicken. are great. <laughs> I, I like uh, chickens to stay alive. Unless they're in my chicken rights, then sorry. <laughs> don't worry, there's no morality here. It's a one-on-one duel to the death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, okay. I think you could take a chicken down. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, your turn. So, my animal for you is a raccoon. <laughs> oh, raccoon. Yes, and I chose it because raccoons are known to be kind of like fast and scuttery, 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 right? Like, they're yep. small, but I think there's a bit of challenge because they have these claws and they're supposed to be very sneaky. They're venomous bites, right? Like some of them, or is it just rabies? Uh, I think it's just rabies. I don't think I don't think they bite for venomous particularly. Uh, it's oh, not good. Okay. Like it's still not good to get bitten, and like it hurts. It's fuck. It hurts like hell. Uh, but yeah, rabies. I think big issue. Yeah. Okay. 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 So so time is actually an issue because I need to get it down before the sun sets. If not, like I won't be able to see it, but you'll be able to see me. Oh, true. Oh, okay, so you need, it needs to be quick. I will probably have to try to close in on it sneakily, but then like make a mad dash for it and try to grab its tail. Yeah, and I'll probably like try to kill it by like slamming it. Wait, how big can raccoon be? What will I bring from the office? Uh, yeah, yeah, what will you bring from the office? That's an interesting thing. Yeah, so about 40 to 70 cm, so let's go like 40, 45, 50 cm. So just slightly bigger than your laptop. And it's about 3.5 to 9 kg. So let's go like a like a 7, 6, 7 kg. I guess I'll probably take like one of those like in trays that are like made of metal. Ah. Mm-hmm. So it does two things, right? Like one, I could use it as like a shield mm-hmm. in case like I get clawed on. Mm-hmm. Another thing is like uh, I could, I don't know, possibly like trap the raccoon mm-hmm. if I can like slam it in front of it and grab its tail at the same time. But... Mm. And it's a shield. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good like way to kind of shove him. With, like you can yep. shove him in the corner of it and then grab the tail. Yeah. Yeah. If not, I could like take it apart, right? And then like the poles are like metal sticks. Mm. So I could use it to like poke. Ooh, <laughs> true. True. You got to get some yeah. distance, right? You got distance from the claws. I mean, it's not very long. Uh. I would mm. say it's like maybe like what, 30 centimeters. But 30 centimeters still helpful. Mm. I would say... My ability to kill the raccoon definitely depends on like how quickly I can dash towards it and whether I can catch it before I get winded. Mm. I guess like we'll set the arena so that like the raccoon can't burrow, like he can't go underground. Like he can hide like around, but like he can like run around, but he can't like hide underground. I feel like that's fair because you can burrow and then you're just dead. <laughs> True. Okay, but I mean to give it some advantage, right? Uh, let's say like some of the stadium is like raccoon colored. So mm. he has like some camouflage. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I mean, raccoons are still fast. That's the thing. So he could still dodge you really, really quickly. So it's really about your kendo agility. 
Okay, give me four hours, right? I think I could take down a raccoon. Mm. <laughs> I like how specifically four hours. Four hours. I, I, I need to take a nap after that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's a big workout. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. So I think you you win. Okay. So let's let's agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have one one point each. Yes. Ding. Ding ding. Okay. Okay. So your your second animal, right? Your second animal is gonna be tricky. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a horse. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but to not make it too difficult, we'll make it like a mare, mm-hmm. not a stallion. Okay. So, and maybe about, I would say, like two meters tall. Mm. So, you could possibly like grab onto it and hop on if you okay. try hard enough. But, okay. like, not like a three meters tall, 800 kg, no, la. just a regular mare. Yeah, okay. Interesting. For this animal, mm-hmm. uh, you can bring a weapon. But the animal also has the weapon and will be as proficient as you at using it. That sucks, leh. <laughs> but how is, the, <laughs> how is the man supposed to use a freaking like bow and arrow? <laughs> I don't know, like just like open its mouth or something. I don't know, like, uh, yes, sir. Uh, just shoot with like its back leg and attach a bow to the front yeah. leg. I don't know. Yeah, actually for this, in this case, I actually rather just not have like any weapon at all because okay, if the freaking man has like a f***ing sword, because for me, like a mare is like the main thing that they have is just their hoop. Yep. And like hoops like kick you like damn pain, but you wouldn't die. Like it's not a stab wound, you know? Like it's yeah. more like a trauma wound. And especially if I can dodge away and like kind of just kicks me a bit. Like I'm not even going to lose blood. Whereas if like I use a sword or something and the mare can use a sword, then I can actually lose blood from that. So in this case, I actually just am just going to literally, my weapon is my hands. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, or maybe no, maybe not my hands. Maybe like something like a, uh, maybe like a bat. So something that is kind of similar to their hoop. Yeah, it's like a bat. Yeah, I think I'll ask for that. Yeah, so he they can use it as well. But I mean, they might as well just use their hooves, right? So it's fine. Uh, so it's kind of equalized there. I think it's gonna be very hard because the man is huge, <laughs> and it's hard for me to do damage. I think we did have to talk about this, right? But like, it's yeah. hard for us to to do much damage because I can try to kick the, the face but but it's so high risk though because like if you fall right then like you get kicked in like exactly hit. so my plan sorry my plan would be that I would first use the bat and I'll try to blind the mare okay okay because again I'm gonna use it again the fact that horses their eyes are like on the side right and like my sneak uh, level is not that bad not that good but I think because the mare is not it's kind of big and kind of bulky and the eyes are just specifically there right I'm mm. gonna see if I can kind of like almost like jump on it and then like whack the eyes okay, <laughs> or okay. I'll jump from the side and then whack the eyes because the eyes should try to blind the mare so that the mare can like charge at me and stomp me with the legs that's a good strategy yeah so hopefully somehow I pull that off then it's gonna be a lot easier right because they can't see me as much and so I'll try to lure it. Like I could try to maybe like use the bat as a decoy, like throw the bat on the side and then the, the man charges at the bat and then I, I kind of try to attack it, uh, particularly at like the sides, right? I think yeah. the, the belly, that area is where like there's not as much bone and that's where like you're getting on the major organs and try to do some damage right. there from yeah, kicking and kneeing. I only, like the thing is that it's going to be really tiring because I'm going to have to like jump in, whack, and then come out, jump in, whack, and then come out, right? And until I get, until I get a critical enough hit. 
<laughs> the, on the mare, yeah. <laughs> Critical hit. When you say bed, like what material? Uh, like a wooden one. Uh, actually, one was lighter. Which one's lighter? Uh, I think a wood one is actually. Yeah, a wood one's probably lighter, right? So like a wood one, because I need it to be quite agile. Yeah. So yeah, I try to hit again the head. So I'll just be attacking the head and then like the belly option and like come in whack, come out, come in whack, come out. And hopefully if I already blinded the mare, it should not be as difficult as if the mare had like full eyesight and could charge and attack with me with their legs. In okay. <laughs> and also, I'm also counting that mares are less, sorry, they're less aggressive. Uh, less like anxious like. I think they're more likely to flight than fight immediately. You know? Yeah. So I'm counting on that. Yeah. Actually, if they are more likely to like flee, right, then you kind of have a harder time because like you can never catch up to it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But at the same time, like I'm hoping that if I can corner them, I kind of chase them in a corner, then they are forced to fight, right? And then like in that time of panic, I can hopefully use that to smash it down. Again, yeah, but that's the thing. So I would say it's not a hundred percent win because if the man just runs all the whole time, like dude, I'm not gonna like freaking like I will literally just sit. I'll just sit and like wait for the man to come. Or like I'll just slowly walk walk there, you know? Slowly, slowly walk around, yeah. Yeah. And I won't engage, yeah. I would say it's a fifty fifty because uh in my opinion it all depends on whether you can like land the first blow yes. to the the eye. Yes. If you can then you're all like good. You can do yeah. whatever, like take your time, right? Like you yeah. can change your strategy on the fly, but yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Although I will say, like when you were you were explaining, right? Mm-hmm. I suddenly had the idea of like, well, what if you like instead of like bringing a weapon, right? You brought in like a pair of like high heels that you have to wear, mm-hmm. and then like the the mayor has to wear the, like high, high heels, heels also. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious. Actually, I mean, if the rule applied in that way, like so in this case, because you said like it's proficiency at using it. Right, so the thing yep. is that can the man somehow walk on the high heels as well as I can, <laughs> like, or like if we both have it, then you know, yeah, then that's a different. You both have it. You're both nerfed to human walking speed. Hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty okay at high heels as long as it's a bit of platform. I mean, if it's stiletto, yeah. then both be in last. And stiletto, I can die also. I think I kill myself. <laughs> but the mare is more likely to die because the mare has four legs. <laughs> but the advantage is you can take off the shoes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Okay, but yeah, that's true. Okay, I would say it's a tie. Yeah, it's a tie, I would say. My turn, my turn. Yes, your turn. I, your turn is... Okay, so the animal I chose for you is a giraffe. <laughs> a giraffe? <laughs> oh no. And I figured this is medium because although the giraffe is huge, the giraffe doesn't have that much to attack with except like the, the hooves again. But again, it's not something that yep. we can control very well and mainly like the teeth. Right, but then the neck is super long, so it it's kind of slow, right? So I figured, even though it's huge, but with those things in mind, it could be a medium. Yeah. Oh shoot! <laughs> I'm just checking this article. It's like okay, a giraffe's kick is no joke. Given that a giraffe's legs are longer than most humans are tall, they can generate a lot of power and up to two thousand pounds of force per square inch. Holy That's about the same shit. as the strongest ever kick recorded from a horse. <laughs> Holy shit. But it's hard to control, no? I feel like you gave me like a slower horse. <laughs> yeah, I think the speed is one thing. Yes, wider range. Yes, like wider reach. So it's like more like a wider sweep. Okay, interesting. Damn. <laughs> okay, I feel like I have a tankier, not tankier, but I have a slower but more powerful horse mm. that I have to deal with. Mm. But also like a really long, stupid neck. So I feel like the neck is a, it's a vulnerability 
of a sort. But you need a weapon that you can reach, lah. <laughs> okay, so um, I would probably try to bring some sort of spear mm-hmm. or wooden pole with like something sharp attached to it, like a bayonet. And I feel that um, I could probably deal with a giraffe, like fighting hand to hand with a spear. I just need to like kind of like disarm it. Mm. Number one, I need to disarm the giraffe, which would be a bit harder if it's attached to the leg. But if he ha- he has it attached to the mouth, right? Then guess what? It's useless because yeah, let's have it attached to the mouth, lah. Yeah. No, but the spear will be too short and you will not be able to. Yeah, reach but exactly. Me. So he has to like hit bang to kind of reach you, like boom, his neck down. <laughs> yes, and that's so dangerous for him if he's gonna like put his neck down, because if he brings his neck down, then I'll be able to like cut it, right? Mm. So I will probably try to sidestep. Uh, and sidestep and attack from the side. Like this applies even if like I didn't have a weapon also because uh, I don't think, uh, as far as I know, giraffes aren't very good at like turning very quickly. Mm. So if I can catch the attention and then like I kind of like circle off to the left or the right and then as as it's turning, I can try to get underneath and get like a a step in, a mm. poke in or a jab like on the other side of the belly. Then that's one possibility. Um, mm. Alternatively, I think I could maybe try to, I don't know, disable one of the legs. Mm. But it, it's really very dangerous. Like I'm not, I'm not sure if. Okay, wait. Let let wait. Let me watch this video. Like giraffe kills lion attacks. I think so though. So though, I think that the giraffe you can disable because that's what the the most of pre- the predators do. They go for the leg. And okay lah, we want to say like it's not a big giraffe. It's like a smaller giraffe lah. Like it's not like the full grown big ass one. <laughs> I feel like I'm dealing with a, a time bomb. <laughs> At any time, right? If it if it actually kicked me, like I would die. But other than that, it seems to be fairly vulnerable, and it doesn't seem to be that fast. Mm. So, again, I will need to just slowly, sneakily circle around the side, and as, as it turns around, then try to get one or two good pokes in. And then if I can stab it once, then I'll just like leave it to beat. And then I'll just like AFK in the corner of the stadium. My, oh my goodness, like lions, like they jump onto the neck of the giraffe. Yeah, that's what they do. I think they jump on the neck. They like attack the leg to demobilize the giraffe. Okay, obviously I can't jump <laughs> that high. <laughs> I, think, I think even for short giraffes are like what, like three meters or? I think so. If I wanted to go for the jump, right, then I'll probably have a short knife. Mm. And then I'll just like just jump and like step, step in at the side. But I think uh, to be safe, I'll stick to the spear. Mm. Which means that I'll be quite vulnerable because the leg will be about the same length as the spear. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think it's also a 50-50. Mm, yeah, I think it's also a 50-50. Depending on like how effective you are at using the spear and whether the giraffe can land a kick on you before you can get there. Sounds good. Interesting. Okay. How would you deal with the giraffe? Like, would you try to like grab its leg or something? I would try to just try to de- like make it trip over its leg somehow. So like my, my weapon of choice okay. would be like some sort of like long stick of some sort. <laughs> like not anything particularly sharp but like it's a long stick and I'll try to use it to almost like sweep the legs. Right, and make it fall. And okay, then once okay. it falls, I think it's a lot easier. Then I can like literally like run up to it and like attack like the vulnerable area, like you know, near the everything like, the chest and everything, like the neck, like the neck, you know, and everything, and avoid the legs and avoid the teeth, right? Attack from the back, yeah. 
So that will be my strategy. Okay. Yeah, tripping them out of. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I should try learning sweeping techniques with like a. Spear I know, right? <laughs> that's the thing. Like, it won't. I won't be good at it. Like, I have to take like many, many rounds. But I think that's the best way for me to go. <laughs> you got all day, man. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's also a tie. Okay. So now for your third animal, right? Your your third animal is the most dangerous animal in all of Africa, mm-hmm. in terms of a uh, human kill count. It's the hippo. Oh my god! It's no killing a hippo. What the? F- <laughs> but I get a I get a dud. I get a joke weapon. Oh wait, you need to give me a weapon. What's my weapon? Okay, so your weapon right is a ping pong bat and a ball. Fuck la. <laughs> but but the ping pong ball is actually a grenade. Oh. I mean, if I can launch that, then I win lah. <laughs> but you have to not be killed first. Yeah, it's all up on that. But I mean, if I'm far enough, right? So let's say I get... So I'll probably want to go to like maybe 5 meters, right, from the hippo. Kind of taunt the Isn't hippo. very close? I mean, I can only hit the grenade like maybe like 10 meters lah. So 10 meters or so. Yeah. Okay, 10 meters. Okay. You know, basically like far enough that I won't die, but close enough that I can actually like see the hippo and kind of aim. And how many ping pong balls do I get? Only one. Okay, I give you two. Okay. You can have two. Yeah lah. So then I try to hit lah. Okay, the one good thing is that my service is, I mean, that's like one of my strengths for ping pong. I have like quite a strong service. It's quite a strong serve. So hopefully I'll count on myself to <laughs> save my life <laughs> and serve okay. two times. But then if I fail those times, there's no way I can f- kill the hippo lah. <laughs> <laughs> How do I wrestle it? Like it's so tough. Like I don't think I can choke it. It's no neck, you know. Yeah, there's nothing to grab onto. Yeah, there's nothing to grab onto. I can't really wrestle it. I don't have the strength to make it fall over, unless I have a tool again, right? But assuming I just have a ping pong band, you know, I can't. Yeah, like, I'm I'm dead, man. I'm I'm just one of the many casualties from a hippo, man. <laughs> like in fact, <laughs> honestly, like I would just use my the fact that like my agility, and just stay the fuck away from it. Especially, is it like a football field? Like, is there like a fence? Uh, no. So it's like, uh, you can probably climb up to the, the what you call it, the spectator benches if you if you needed to. Okay. I'm not like, sure if the hippo is able to, but yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, yeah, because I'm thinking like if it's a fence or something, I just climb up and just hang out <laughs> until the time is up. <laughs> Don't kill me, hippo! But there is no way I would I would win a hippo. Like, come on, how can what can I do? <laughs> I got bad news. Like, a hippo runs at a maximum speed of up to 48 km per hour. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when they charge, yeah, when they charge, it's fast. But that's why I have to keep the distance, you know? Because basically, if they charge at me and I have nowhere to run, I'm dead. But if I can keep the distance and, you know, kind of keep him away from me and, like, yeah, hang out like the stands, you know, hang out away, then I can survive lah. Yeah. I don't think I can outrun, like, especially when he charges. But if I never give him the opportunity to charge at me in the first place, then it's okay. I feel like the biggest issue with the grenade that you have, right, is that you need to, like, kind of, like, take cover after you launch it. Yeah. So you have to be vulnerable for a good, like, five seconds. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I think it's okay in the sense that I will whack it, and then as it flies, I'll just dash. And, like, I mean, even if I can like, the collateral, I'm still, like, at least at that point, 20, 30 meters away, hopefully, you know, from the grenade. Yep. So I'm gonna try it a bit, but I won't get eaten by a hippo, so... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like second degree burns, but like, I'll live with that. <laughs> it's fine. 
you use like your bat to like kind of like shield. Yeah, but I mean like I'm not really. I might as well just run. <laughs> like my my literally my plan would be yeah. So as like within the distance I can hit maybe at, at most I think I can hit like twenty meters lah. You know, yeah. And then like like almost like a tennis tennis lah style. And hopefully like I'll hit it and then it takes me like three to five seconds to fly over, right? And then I will f-ing, like dash and roll lah. Yeah. So dash and then as it like explodes, I roll into a ball lah. Yeah. Then hopefully only my back gonna charge it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like maybe you can try to like launch it from a high point like somewhere in the stadium, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, there's too many ifs. There's too many yeah. ifs. So I would say you're dead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Tis fine. Alright. <laughs> my stupid animal. So this probably needs a bit of a location change. Maybe like a fish tank. Because this is a water animal. Let's say uh, part of the stadium gets converted into an Olympic sized pool. Okay. The animal is a colossal squid. <laughs> oh, shit. A colossal squid. But it has to be able to fit into a swimming pool. Yeah. So I guess like, like a baby colossal squid. <laughs> okay, baby colossal squid. Okay. Yes. Uh, and your weapon is a plunger that if you somehow manage to plunge it in the middle of the thingy, it kind of like. Stuns it a little bit. <laughs> like it's a poison plunger. <laughs> a poison plunger. <laughs> oh man, okay. <laughs> but it's as short as a plunger. You could throw it, I guess. <laughs> so, firstly, I'm not going to go into the water at all. Like, <laughs> I think like, I'd be like, if I were to get dragged into the water. Because like, I have no control, right? And mm. then the squid has like, what? Six tentacles? Mm, I think so, because uh, octopus have eight, right? Let me Google. <laughs> yes. Let me see how big a colossal squid is. Oh, it is oh eight, it has eight, eight tentacles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a colossal squid is pretty colossal. That's why it's called colossal squid. Okay, uh, it has to be a baby. La. You have to go for a baby. Like, uh, maybe like a... F- Three meter one, <laughs> yeah. Let's go for like a three meter. Baby. Maybe like ten meter one, cause like it seems to go pretty big. You're dead, bro. <laughs> ten meters is like five of you, like <laughs> a bit more. <laughs> I have to do a lot of dodging, I guess. Like, I assume the squid will be actively trying to pull me into the wall. Yes, so I would assume, right? Basically, how I would see the arena is that they'll basically be like a platform around the tank that you can use. And then the squid's like in the tank. And so the squid can probably kind of try to like get his tentacles to try to grab you. But like I, it can't really come out lah because it needs to stay in the, in the water. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, what I'll do is I would try to go to the light posts in the stadium. Mm-hmm. And then like try to trick the squid into wrapping its tentacles, some of its tentacles around it. And that'll be where I use the plunger, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but... In terms of damage, okay, I could probably like you know try to sever like one a couple of tentacles. If assuming that poison plunges <laughs> properly stuns the squid for like what, like maybe ten seconds. Okay lah, it's so big. I give you two weapons. Okay, I give you a, a sword, like just a normal size sword, and the plunger. Okay. Do I have to hold both at the same time? No, you can swap. But the plunger only has one use, one shot, one kill. Okay. And the sword you can just use as many times. So I would, I would definitely like keep the plunger for in case I get dragged into the water mm. and then like I'll try to like get it in the eye mm. yeah but um, 
<laughs> the sword is also like not very helpful because the tentacles are very slippery. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's... Have you ever tried like cutting like like fish on the like uh, like very slimy fish on like a chopping board? It's just a. Like, I mean, I've eaten the octopus at the Korean fish market. It's like the one that like moves around still. You that shit was hard. Yeah, it's hard to pick up. Yeah, I've eaten that also. It's like, oh my goodness, like why did I do that? Like I was like two mouthfuls in, and I was like, I regret everything, and now I have to finish one whole big plate of this <laughs> by myself. Actually, I kind of liked it just because, like, I mean, I'm not picky about texture in general, and mm-hmm. I it just had tons of soy sauce and pepper, so I was like, I can eat it. <laughs> I have to chew it like hell, but I can eat it. Like, is it meant to be eaten? Like, I don't think so, right? It's just that. It's, it's just Korean people eat something it. Something that the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that what the fishermen do. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's like a recommend. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I could, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I said a really tough one. I think, okay, let's say, right, if you had... Yeah. Okay, if you could choose a weapon, what, you know, could possibly get you closest to winning, what weapon would it be? Something that you can hold, it's not like a gun. So it's not like something that okay. you shoot or whatever. It's something that you have to hold. With that limitation, yeah, what happened? Yeah. Can I get like a one liter bottle of anthrax? <laughs> <laughs> no poison, it has to be a melee weapon. But it can be long as f- like it can be a huge spear or whatever. Okay, uh, basically I need something that will apply a lot of pressure so I, I'm able to like puncture the skin of the squid. Because it, it's fairly tough, right? So, um, yeah, I would need like some sort of, uh, wow, it's like, are they like spring-loaded weapons? No, but it's a, it has to be a melee weapon. Okay, so I will probably get, um, you know, one of those like one-handed fireman's axes. Mm-hmm. I feel like because it has like the sharp triangular point, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be able to use that to at least like push into the squid. Mm. Push into the squid and uh, I can use it to like more confidently like chop tentacles mm. rather than the stupid sword right it's like I hit the sword like ding and then it's like ah shit <laughs> like my heart pain because the sword is so expensive but like the axe is cheap but it's just made of like steel that's true and I think it'll, it'll be able to penetrate the skin I mean I don't think the skin is super hard it's just that there's a membrane outside uh, it's thick it's thick so like you have to make sure that like it has to go deep enough to cause damage mm. so for example uh, hippopotamus right mm-hmm they are resistant to lion attacks because lion fangs and, and claw, right? The skin is thicker than the claw, so it doesn't do anything to them. Mm, understood. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, definitely losing against the... the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went intense. Yep. <laughs> I guess that's it. Ding, ding, ding. So, basically, it's a draw. And I do think that makes sense. I don't think, you know, I think we both have like similarish kind of thoughts and probably like yours is more like, you know, technical specific sneaky strength and mine is more like, you know, like agility. But I think when it comes to fighting, it's still kind of the same, right? Like we kind of still rely on like similar things. So it makes sense that, you know, we kind of win. Our limits in terms of animals are about the same, I feel. Yeah, I mean, I think humans in general, we are probably not designed to be able to defeat all animals because if we could, then there'd be no need for our intelligence, right? We'll just like eat everything. Exactly. It's our intelligence that allows us to kind of like, you know, <laughs> control nature. Make podcasts. Just, yes, make podcasts. <laughs> uh, burn down forests. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Legal fishing. <laughs> but yeah, but that was fun. I enjoyed that. 
Oh my goodness, now every time I look at the squid, I'll be like, how can I kill it? I know, right? Delicious calamari. We're gonna eat calamari tomorrow. <laughs> In revenge. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so good. Good job, us. Uh, so you had a final boss in mind? No, no, the final boss was just was the colossal squid. <laughs> Sorry, just because it, before that, I had just put rhino, but then I was like, rhino's kind of boring. So I thought... Rhino is easier than a colossal squid. Yeah, it's much easier than a colossal It's too hard. It's too hard. But because I figured like with hippo, it's like very similar, like hippo class. So colossal squid to me was like... Hippo class. <laughs> Do you watch Tier Zoo? Uh, yes, I watched like two videos. I think the one on birds and... I can't remember okay. one more. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we wouldn't be having this conversation if I hadn't stumbled upon Tier Zoo. <laughs> exactly. Like, which is superior? What is superior animal? <laughs> okay. Okay, so just for fun, right? I came up with like a final boss, mm-hmm. which I'm almost certainly sure that you will not be able to beat. Yes. But uh, let's see what you have to say about it. Okay. okay? So the final boss mm-hmm. is a blue whale. Oh my god. But the blue whale can... Swim through the air like it's water. So it's just swimming around? It's swimming around in the, the air around the stadium. Okay. Yeah, you can't leave. <laughs> oh my god. But it's trying to kill you. I mean, yeah, I'll just get eaten up, right? What can I do? <laughs> Unless like I have like a spear or something. You know like those TV shows where like they mm-hmm. go into the whale and then they do all sorts of shit in the whale because the whale's so big. Yep. Right? So assuming the mouth doesn't already have like digestive juices that will dissolve beef. Right, the yep. only other way I can see myself surviving is exactly doing like what the cartoon people did, which is literally going into the whale and like stabbing like the internal organs a lot and then somehow like digging myself out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all. That's the only that's the only scenario I see myself winning. <laughs> the good thing is like blue whales don't really have teeth. They have like the filter for the krill, right? Yeah, so the teeth that they have, what the, the teeth um, in excellent in apostrophe marks. If I'm not wrong, it's the same stuff that our nails are made of. I don't know where I read that in, but yeah. Sneak in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they can't chomp on me, and then that's the only reason why, right? They can't like chomp on me necessarily. They can brush around me, yeah, but that's the only way. And I guess they'll just swallow me, and I have to make sure they don't swallow me, that's all. Because <laughs> if they swallow me, I'm dead. <laughs> You can, like, camp at the front of the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I just give it a bad stomachache. <laughs> How can the two of us, like, work together to try and, like, take down a whale in a more realistic, in a more interesting I mean, way? we need, like, weapons, lah. That's a problem. I mean, how weapons, else can we okay. do it? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you have a good grenade or a good gun, we can definitely kill a, kill a, a blue whale. But other than that, it's like... They're humongous. They're 30 meters in... What do whale, whale hunters like? Have? Uh, they have harpoons, but even in blue whales, I'm sure it's very hard to kill. Yeah, I mean, again, if we have like a longest spear and we somehow work together and the spear is big enough and we can like kind of poke it in the middle, right? Maybe. Right? Yeah, but then like you just like swim off and then yeah. you'll be like, oh shit, it gets our, yes, our spear. Just sticking it out of her side. Yeah, it's too big. It's 30 meters. Like, what the hell? It's a plane. <laughs> it's the size of a plane. <laughs> So I'm reading and they say the only creature known to attack blue whales is the orca. But there are very few reports of orcas actually successfully killing blue whales. And they have to gang up on it, right? Yeah, they have to gang up. And the thing is that, so we know that orca whales interact with them because many blue whales carry scars from the teeth of orcas. But blue whales probably see orcas as more of a pest than a predator. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know, if an orca is seen as a pest, you, what are we... Like if an orca is a mosquito, we are like a microbe. We are like an amoeba. 
<laughs> the thing the thing is like assuming we don't get crushed by it, right? If we get swallowed, that we could like wait out inside the whale and hope for a tie. Yeah. But you have to like stay inside for like one day and like, hopefully like you know there's some oxygen in there. But yeah, is there enough oxygen in there for like for you to sit in there for a whole day? Like maybe right? Maybe maybe yeah. No idea again. This is all from cartoons. <laughs> no. Cut science. a hole in the side. Cut a hole in the side. Uh, uh, we are not gonna get our Iron Man moment. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> fine. It's 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 chill. I'm just trying to think. Maybe it was Tom and Jerry that they got eaten by whale. I don't remember what cartoon I was watching. <laughs> anyway, sure, it wasn't Jonah from the Bible? I'm pretty sure not. I don't. I don't watch biblical tunes. <laughs> I think it's sure like, you could find one I like think it's Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think it was like really like a like an old school animated cartoon, and there was a scene where they got eaten by the whale, and they went inside the whale. I mean, they didn't kill the whale. In fact, I think it was just like they just had to hide, or they're just trying to escape from the whale, something like that. All right, good job, us. Killed one and a half animals out of four. Well, you know, I think that when it comes to humans versus nature or humans versus animals like you know we are bipedal we our whole structure like our whole being is definitely not combat related the fact that we don't have claws the fact that we have teeth but they're not very sharp right the fact that we're mostly quite brittle right i don't think like yeah i think that if anything, we just we evolved, and the fact that like you know our backs are straight, like we are bipedal. Like bipedal, like it's so easy to knock us down, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> like fall over, and then like we just get stomped once, and we're dead. exactly right, you know. So like our center of balance, like you just have to lock. You literally have to knock one leg down, <laughs> then we fall, right? Yeah. But rather than that, I think we're naturally designed to do other things and fight. Like I think fighting is low on our list of priorities. Like we're designed obviously to be you know mobile right to be like able to like you know move around like you know easily climb be agile to have we have disposable thumbs right to make to craft to yeah. build you know so i think inherently like you know we are always going to lose right if it's just one of one of nature and us so yeah but that's fine right we- seems like we only have like one option and that's to cut titan and return to monkey <laughs> Return to monkey. <laughs> monkey. Indeed. So watch. Stay tuned for Doctor Stone season two. See who wins. Sang so monkey. <laughs> How many Planet of the Apes movies are there now? You know, like ten Planet of the Apes movies. Like, uh. like a very slight diversion, but you know, like, <laughs> like the memes about like Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> it's like Godzilla is like this like man made like freaking like terror of the earth and then King Kong's like monkey <laughs> King Kong can grapple but Godzilla True. can't but Godzilla doesn't need to grapple his claws yeah. isn't that a fire breath does he have fire breath yeah I think he has fire breath too <laughs> monkey King, King Kong can have giant swords and sticks <laughs> um, yeah but I'm I'm team King Kong uh, I'm, I'm sorry you're gonna lose <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, we came full circle but like back because we mentioned like Godzilla in the f- Yakuza yes. section. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> monkey. Yeah, monkey return to monkey. Okay, yeah. So Alright, thank you guys for listening. Uh please follow us on our social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at BTHPodSG or at BTHPodcastSG. Look for our dark blue logo. Links are all in the show notes.
So today we had Melody on a podcast and we agreed that we can kill a raccoon and a rooster, but probably not a blue whale. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Unless we have weapons and lots of time. Or 200 monkeys willing to help us. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.